I'm Brandon Laird, and you're listening to the Salvationist Podcast. Welcome to our second season. This new set of episodes will offer insights into how the Salvation Army is adapting as we reopen during the pandemic. In the coming weeks, we have Corps officers, youth secretaries, our Territorial Music Secretary, our Integrated Mission Secretary, and our Chief Risk Officer, all talking about how they have pivoted and continue to serve out the Salvation Army mission during the pandemic. Here's the first of six episodes of Mission in a Pandemic. Today we will talk with Commissioners Floyd and Tracy Tidd, who will offer their perspectives as territorial leaders of Canada and Bermuda. It is good to talk with you today, Tracy and Floyd. It's good to be here and being part of this podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Brendan. We're really looking forward to the opportunity to dialogue together with you and with an audience. It's so good to talk with you two today, and thank you for making time for our podcast. During the pandemic, people around the territory are talking about the Salvation Army's future in Canada and Bermuda and our mobilized strategy. How does Mobilize 2.0 fit into the backdrop of the COVID pandemic? Great question. It's great context as well, Brendan. The, the conversation about the future of the Salvation Army is a conversation probably many of us who are listening to this podcast have been asking for perhaps decades if not certainly most recent years. What is the future of the Salvation Army? Where are we going? And Mobilize 2.0 is a season in the history of the Salvation Army in Canada, Bermuda, that really builds on the last five years' emphasis on seven strategic priorities under Commissioner Susan McMillan and the banner Mobilize. So Mobilize 2.0 builds on all of that work with an emphasis on two key points. Whenever we say Mobilize 2.0, there are two taglines that go with it, inspired for mission and positioned for growth. And we began to build that project plan just as COVID-19 was beginning to sweep across the territory. I'd say it might have surprised us, the COVID-19, and what we were trying to do with Mobilize 2.0, but I am certainly confident that it did not surprise God. I think that COVID-19 has added to the opportunity for us as a territory to prepare not only for change, but to be changed. I think it's caused us to stop some things that we were currently doing and increase our work and efforts in other areas during the pandemic. We may not have been able to gather for worship, but I truly believe that we have gathered for mission in our centers, in our long-term care homes, our shelters, our family services, and most of all, our neighborhoods. I believe we had more time to listen and to see what God is about. And Mobilize 2.0 is about seeking a fresh move of God by His Spirit. Just being able to slow down and giving us that opportunity to seek after God. And Mobilize 2.0 is about positioning for growth, as Floyd already alluded to. And COVID-19 is giving us that opportunity, that opportunity to see what is it that God is doing and what do we need to do to join him in that. I'm reminded often of that point as a, as a young kid when walking with one of my parents and getting ready to cross the street and go to the next block, the need to stop and look both ways before crossing the street and moving on to the, the next piece. I think COVID-19 has done that to a degree for us. It's caused us to stop and to look carefully before we step into the future. 
So Mobilize 2.0 and moving forward to a new future, definitely still on the radar and responding to what we believe God is saying and what people are hearing. But at the same point in time in this COVID-19, I don't think it's slowing us down. I don't think it's stopping us. I think it's actually giving us a solid platform to move into the future. There is an opportunity for our listeners to participate in Together in Mission. For more information and to register, visit salvationist.ca slash together. How will this 12-week online Zoom event of discussions around being together in mission help us move forward as a territory? We are very excited because we've had the opportunity to just make sure that we engage so many people in this opportunity that lies ahead. And we are excited that more than 300 people have already registered to be part of this territory-wide experience. And we're also excited to say that 40 retired officers have committed to daily pray over these 12 weeks that God would transform our lives and renew our minds as we together as a territory consider what is he saying to us about being a holy army, about his mission in our communities. And so we are looking forward to that time together and anticipating that time together as a territory. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo what Tracy is saying. This, this opportunity to gather together across the territory in this Wednesday night weekly event called Together in Mission, really guided by Commissioner Phil Needham's book, Christ at the Door, is a response. And I think at the same point in time, it ignites the ongoing passion in our salvations, officers, employees, soldiers, volunteers. Um, I am convinced as we walk across the territory and as we've talked to people, sat in conversations, there is a burning desire to move this army forward, to not retreat, to not settle for decreasing numbers of corps, of officers, of soldiers, of community and social programs, not to settle for decreasing numbers of people who experience the transforming power of the love of Jesus. So what's exciting is that we are moving forward. The 12-week conversation will help us understand how God is calling us to be the army he raised us up to be, to be active in our communities where he's already at work, and the last half hour of every evening will be spent in online small groups with others from all across the territory as we discuss what we're hearing and share what's happening in our local communities. Recently, Floyd, you interviewed Commissioner Phil Needham about his book, Christ at the Door, in preparation for the Together in Mission online series. Let's take a listen to one of Commissioner Needham's answers to your questions. The book, Christ at the Door, is structured in three sections the journey, the mission, and the community. Uh, talk to us a bit about why these themes and how they relate to one another. I don't uh, particularly see them as themes. I see them as three parts of a whole. Hmm. In other words, they should never be separated. The first section is really about uh, the Christian, the salvationist spiritual life, their spiritual journey. It is a journey. Uh, it is not something uh, we reach stasis in, because if you aren't growing, you're declining, like every other organic thing that God ever created. Uh, so it is true spiritually. So it is a journey, a continuous uh, journey in holiness. Um, but you journey that with other people. We were not meant to be alone. We were meant to be in community. And that's what the church is about. It's our family, our spiritual family. It's our faith community. So if a Christian thinks he can be a Christian without other Christians, he is sadly deluded. 
sadly deluded. So we journeyed together with other Christians, but our ultimate objective is beyond the church, beyond ourselves personally, beyond the church. It is the world, for God so loved the world, that he doesn't say for God so loved the church, it says for God so loved the world that he gave the Son. And that's the genius of the Salvation Army. It's like the difference between a, a movement and an institution. A movement exists for the sake of those who are not its members. An institution exists for its members. And that's what the church, in, by and large, has, has basically evolved to, an institution. It's what the army has evolved to. That of itself is not bad, as long as we can keep that, that missional spirit alive and bless it wherever we can find it in our ranks. Uh, let me ask one final question. Take me back to that moment that you refer to in the beginning of the book and the, the why this book introduction uh, of, of kneeling at the railing and looking at that light of the world picture. That was my, uh, uh, my, my uh, probably my best mentor, at least over the last 30 years, has been Ken Callahan, who's a Methodist minister. And when I was in my doctoral program at Emory, uh, I asked him to be my advisor, and that was a good choice. Uh, because that was when the that was when the church growth movement was was sort of at its heyday. Everything was church growth. How do we do this to get more people? And Ken's view was uh, mission growth. You you don't go after numerical growth. You 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 grow the mission. But he said he was actually working with a church, a Methodist church, and they were puzzling through their con- continuous decline. And they were sitting in the in the chapel. They were praying, and he looked up at the, uh, fr- the you know the stained glass window of Christ at the door, and he and he thought, "What this church needs is to open a door and come out and join Christ in the world. Christ isn't just in the church; he's primarily in the world, asking us to join him there." And that gets to something else, which I think is so important. We think of, sometimes think of a good salvation as someone who's very active in the core. Actually, that's like 10% of your time, maybe 5%. What about the 90 to 95% of your time? That's your mission field. That's your mission field. Thank you. Thank you for that image again. Uh, for us as the Canada Bermuda Territory, we sense very strongly that Christ is at the door and he is beckoning us to come back into our communities and to join him in the work that he is doing there. So thank you for this book. Thank you for the interview today. And we look forward to journeying again with you on September 30th, but throughout the pages of Christ at the Door over the next 10 weeks. So thank you once again, and God bless. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks Thanks for this opportunity. Having more time to pray and to listen to God through reading of Scripture and connecting with others in Zoom prayer meetings has seen an increase in the past six months. What is God saying to us in these days? I truly believe in these last six, seven months that uh, God has uh, given us the opportunity to just stop and to reflect and renew and um, just seeing how God is active in our world during this pandemic. And that is obvious in these COVID days. He is active in our communities. And he has a plan to use us, I believe, as a Salvation Army in a new and powerful way once again. 
And he gives us the opportunity in these moments to be still and to know he is God and just listen to what he is saying to us. And perhaps some of us had stepped out of our comfort zones in these last six, seven months. Um, but we've stepped out in obedience to what God is telling us to do and just joining in him in that space. I think it's a great question. It's a great question we as leaders pour over and reflect upon. But, but what I'm really appreciating is that's the question that so many people that we're meeting are saying that they're wrestling with. They're listening to hear what God is saying to them at this moment for their own lives and for our movement as a Salvation Army. I believe what God is saying to us is he's calling us to believe him, to believe him to be the only source of inspiration that can bring this army, its dry bones coming alive, as Ezekiel saw in Ezekiel 37.10, he wants to stand up a vast army. Ezekiel 37.10 talks not only about the bones all being connected and flesh and skin being added to those bones when they're connected, but it then talks about this element of God breathing afresh into that body. And I believe what God is saying to us is, will you not only let me get you connected and add fresh flesh and new skin, but stand you up as an army that I have breathed into a fresh inspiration, a fresh inspiring from God so that we stand up. It's time for this army to stand up confident because it's the breath of God in our lives, in our movement, in all that we do. I just want to take this opportunity as we close to just say thank everybody across the territory, whether you're a Salvation Army officer, whether you're an employee, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're a soldier. And we just want to thank you for being partners in the gospel with us. You know that that is our philosophy of ministry as your territorial leaders. And so we just want to come alongside each of you and just uh, be still and know that he is God and allow him to speak to us as a Salvation Army, as a movement. And uh, we have the opportunity to just do that in these next weeks, months, perhaps a year that lies ahead in this COVID space. So thank you for this opportunity to share with you over this podcast and in the days that lie ahead. Thank you, Commissioners Floyd and Tracy, for taking time to connect with us today. It is a unique time for the Army, and it is good to have leaders listening to God. Thanks for listening to the Salvationist Mission in a Pandemic podcast. For new episodes, be sure to visit Salvationist.ca slash podcast. For more Army news, visit Salvationist.ca. And if you would like to get the news delivered right to your inbox, Sign up for our weekly email newsletter at salvationist.ca slash newsletter.